Well, good morning, everyone. Here we are online again. We had a great in-person Good Friday morning communion service here at Elam. However, Friday is over. Sunday is here. Today we're celebrating Resurrection Sunday. Note that Friday only got the title Good Friday after that first Resurrection Sunday happened. It was Resurrection Sunday that made Friday good. The cross and the resurrection is the ultimate act of love by God. Resurrection is a shout. Love wins. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He made this amazingly powerful statement to Martha in John chapter 11. Jesus loved Martha and Mary and their brother Lazarus, but Lazarus had died. It was a promise that Lazarus would rise again. The scene that Jesus came to and entered was thick with grief and mourning. Jesus wept. That was noteworthy. He was always in peace and in charge. There's no record of him ever weeping before. It caught people's attention. How Jesus must have loved Lazarus, they said. He must really feel bad that he did not come earlier. He might even have been able to heal him. I've noticed that at funerals, grief can unearth love, but also regrets. Too late to actually comfort the person who departed. Roll away the stone, Jesus commanded, and with a loud voice like a trumpet, he shouted, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead man heard his voice and came back to life. The crowd was in shock. Ironically, no one said then how he must have loved him. But what greater evidence of the love of God than bringing him back to life? Morning turned to dancing. Resurrection is the ultimate declaration of love. It is a shout to heaven, earth, and hell. Love wins. That first Good Friday, the worst possible atrocity was perpetrated against the Lord of glory. He did not just die, but was executed in the most cruel, inhumane way designed to create horror, terror, and hopeless despair on all who watched. Jesus was rejected and killed by those who hated him. He was betrayed by his friend and abandoned by those who loved him. He was made sin and died like the worst sinner and in that state was forsaken by his father. But God! On Sunday morning, the body of Christ was raised to newness of life. God could not allow the body of his Holy One to see corruption. He would not allow the indictments that he claims to be the Son of God, and he claims that if this temple were torn down, he would raise it on the third day. Those accusations of fraud could not go unanswered. He could not allow the injustice of the devil-inspired crucifixion to be the final judgment. He raised his body from the grave on that third day. He raised him up as the cornerstone of the new temple not made with hands. The eternal dwelling place of God. The spirit of holiness declared him to truly be the son of God with power by that resurrection. The man, Christ Jesus. Resurrection shouts to heaven, earth, and hell. This is my beloved son. Love wins. His resurrection created a burning question. What does this mean? The resurrection of Jesus was an earth-shaking, history-changing event with sweeping implications. A human being just came back to life after death, and not just the same kind of life as before, but a new kind of life, eternal life that could never die. This had implications. On earth it meant that the possibility of resurrection of humanity to the newness of life. In particular, the body of Christ will be resurrected. In hell, it is the wrenching of the justice system out of the hands of the devil. 
Hallelujah. In heaven, it is enacting a new law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, overruling the law of sin and death. What does that mean for you and me? It means love wins. What shall separate me from the love of God that is in Christ? Paul elaborates and explains what resurrection means for us in Ephesians 2, verses 4 to 6. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, God made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Starting with verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he has loved us. Resurrection is all about love for us. This verse describes three truths about the amazing love of God that is motivating the course of history and of your life. First, rich in mercy. The Hebrew implies loyal love that does not give up and remains faithful and undaunted even if abandoned, denied, or rejected. Then greed love. Agapeo in Greek, selfless love that always seeks and promotes the best interest of the one loved. And finally, with which he has loved us, says it is deliberate love, engaging his will. It is focused and deliberately targets us. It is all because of his love for us. The next two verses describe three difference-making aspects of resurrection. He made us alive together with Christ. He raised us up with him. He seated us in heavenly places with Christ in him. This passage has three verbs, made alive, raised up, and seated. All of them are directed to us, the object of all three verbs and the target of his actions. Three have prepositional phrases, with Christ. It tells us that this works because we are not doing it on our own. We are with him and in him. It is by the power of his resurrection that we are with him en route. He has made us alive. He made us alive to God right now in the same way Jesus was alive on earth. Sin did not block his access. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus now and therefore alive to God and dead to sin. In covenant communion with God, no longer married to sin but legally divorced as separate as if we were dead to sin. I can experience God, know God, have fellowship with Him. I become sentient to the Spirit of God. I have ears to hear, eyes to see, able to commune with God, taste His goodness, the aroma of life, feel this hand on my life. Everything in my life has another dimension because I'm born again by the Spirit of God. We still commit sins, but transgressions in our natural life are not overlooked, but they are not covenant deal breakers. The heart is no longer given over to sin. I am losing my love for sinning by the superior love of God. He has won my heart. He has raised us up. Many of us have experience of being raised up out of a pit, stormy waters, a losing cause. In everyday life, we have survived circumstances that would have overwhelmed us. Tragic Fridays are inevitable in this life, but here's the good news. Resurrection Sunday is coming. That will change it from a tragic Friday to a good Friday love wins. Our lives have been raised up to purposeful living, fruitful accomplishments, the pleasure of achieving, and a noble end. That is an aspect of the newness of life in Christ. 
redemption lift that has come from a new heart, a new identity, a second chance. Let's celebrate those earthly triumphs of grace that he has seated us with him in Christ Jesus. This is the last and most astonishing outcome of resurrection. He has elevated our standing, our place, our significance. Because of his obedience to the cross, Jesus is now highly exalted and given a name above all names. He represents humanity before God. Because of his resurrection, he has raised humanity, created a little lower than the angels to now be in union with God as Father. It is a new status and a new position. He is seated on the right hand of majesty on high, and we are seated there with him and in him. With Christ signifies accompanying him, but in Christ describes a mysterious union, a mysterious corporate union with him. It is on the royal priestly throne, the authoritative intermediary between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdoms of this world. This is the ultimate resurrection of humanity. We have not fully arrived there. Our body is not there yet. There is a form of resurrection yet to come, but we have a down payment. Our body is still on earth as his body. The Holy Spirit has been given to us to exercise our royal priesthood calling to bring the rule of his grace and mercy down to earth, to let all of earth experience a resurrection Sunday. He has been declared to be the Son of God with power, and his spirit is in us with that power. May his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and may his glory radiate from us. The day will come when with a shout, like a trumpet, he says, come up, and the body of Christ will rise in resurrection form. Let's pray together. Oh, that I might know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings in this broken world. Our sufferings outside of you, Lord, are pointless, but your sufferings were not in vain. In you, our sufferings become yours, and suffering on account of you is fellowship with you. The outcome of your suffering is always resurrection, new life out of death, healing out of sickness, freedom from chains of wickedness, the triumph of the cross. May your love win. This we pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Sunday. We trust you'll have a wonderful day in the Lord.